0: If you were not used to talking to him, the common stance was to lean backward, one foot pointed to the side, looking for an end to the loop of monologue that never came, finally reaching in and snapping one of his sentences in half before muttering a quick goodbye and making an escape. But the girl was not like this at all. In fact, she seemed to be leaning in toward Jakob, her nodding chin following his every word her parted lips anticipating what he would say next with what very closely resembled interest and pleasure. She was absolutely stunning. She had strong legs and high cheekbones, a blood-and-milk complexion, and Cupid's bow lips, and the pigeon was suddenly full of admiration for his brother for having the courage to stand there and have an ordinary conversation with such a beautiful creature." He crouched behind the pine tree, watching them for perhaps half an hour, and he started toward the hut only once she was on her way down the other side of the hill. Who was that? His brother stared wistfully at the empty crest of the hill long after she had disappeared. That? Oh, that. That is the angel. She brought me medicine for the sheep, not for me, and she also brought me some fresh bread. "'You know she comes to visit me very often. "'She is the daughter of Panhat "'She brought me herbs for his sheep, "'so they will have more sheep. "'And I didn't see you coming. "'How long were you watching?' Yakub breathed in deeply through his teeth. "'The angel. "'What do you mean, the angel?' "'The pigeon and the rest of his family "'were always vigilant for signs of his brother's simpleness "'turning into something more worrying.' If I knew you were there, I would have introduced you, even though she came to see me. She comes to see me often, and the angel is her name, Anjelitsa, and she is Panhat Minsky's daughter. She is going to come again sometime soon, she said. Maybe she will bring the herbs or bread or... She is very beautiful, the pigeon said and he brought the milk pail of Sunday dinner into the sheep hut and set it down on the bench. His brother followed. "'Maybe a book. Sometimes she reads to me. "'Yes, she is very beautiful, isn't she? "'More beautiful than Mama. Don't tell Mama that. "'But do tell Mama that I like the sock she knitted me. "'It is very cold up here this summer. "'Not during the day, but at night. "'And Panhat brought extra blankets up last week.' He is very nice. And they have two dozen sheep. But it is strange that they do not live in a nicer house. It is just a hut over in half village. Nothing special. Our house is much nicer, I think. Sometimes the talking could go on forever. The thing was to act, and the pigeon knew just what to do. Throughout history, from medieval workshops to loft rehabs in the EU, we Poles have always been known by our zvotarachki, our golden hands. The ability to fix wagons and computers, to construct Enigma machines and homemade wedding cakes, to erect village churches and American skyscrapers, all without ever opening a book or applying for permits or drafting a blueprint and since courting a beautiful girl by using a full range of body parts has only recently become acceptable. In the spring of 1939, the pigeon made the solemn decision to court Annelitza through his hands. Specifically, he vowed to turn her parents' modest hut into the envy of the 27 other inhabitants of Half Village into a dwelling that would elicit hosannas in the highest every time they passed.